Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Dodge City, Kansas there at Abundant Life, Sunday morning, Sunday night, this last weekend. And if you're anywhere near Topeka, we'll be in Topeka this morning, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, uh, Thursday morning, Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night. We'll have a great time getting into power of God, getting into end times, Jesus coming so soon. It is so exciting to see the churches get literally animated about the coming of the Lord. There's so much information showing us how close we are, so it's exciting. That's what the End of Days update is all about, is looking at the things that point to the coming of the Lord and uh, the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because the rapture is signless. And the second coming has tons of signs. So if you can see what's going to happen just after the rapture, uh, which, man, you see the setup for the Ezekiel 38 war right now. Everybody's getting in position. The nations are getting in position. So why do we get into end-time preaching? Well, uh, it's about looking at the finish line. It's not about an escape theology. It's about when you see the finish line, you run faster, not slower. So uh, when we see the, the the coming of the Lord approaching so soon, we make changes. We, we, we change the way we think. It's like a football game. When you get down to the two-minute warning, things change. It gets more intense. And tell the quarterback not to look at the play clock right there at the very end. No, all the seconds are very critical and very crucial at the end of the game, even more at the beginning. So that's what end-time preaching is about, is we have a lot to do in a short period of time. And man, you can definitely see everything the Bible said you'd see. There are more verses written about what happens right now than anything in the Bible. And uh, Paul talked about the baptism 12 times, coming of the Lord 52 times. Peter talked about it. Jude talked about it. John talked about it. Jesus talked about it. The angels talked about it. He's coming back. How blessed are we to be living just before the entrance of the king. So let's pick up with what's happened around uh, Jerusalem and around Israel this last week. Man, a lot's happened really specifically with Iran. A couple of things I didn't even cover last week. But uh, with Iran, some specific things are happening uh, literally about us trying to go back to the 2015 agreement about the nuclear weapons program they have and the changes that they're making to break the rules that they did before. But a German, uh, a German intelligence paper came out last week, 421 pages showing that Iran sent members of Hezbollah and Hamas all over Europe searching for nuclear, uh, nuclear bomb components, triggering devices, etc. I mean, this report is full of Iran doing everything they can to get a nuclear weapon so they can annihilate Israel. To the point that even Israel's top general, Kokovi, came to the States this weekend to meet with U.S. officials. Now, why did he do that? Because the U.S. has taken a stance after last week's meetings in Geneva of literally pulling uh, Patriot ba miss missile batteries out of the Middle East, pulling out maybe even some air bases out of Saudi Arabia, almost taking a stance that we technically trust Iran. When uh, the nuclear watchdog guys came out this last week, one of them came out saying, hey, they, they have enough uh, enriched uranium to literally break out within a year, adding some more centrifuges they could break out within months, adding more centrifuges they could break out within days. So the truth is Iran's doing everything they can to do this. So they even caught some intelligence showing where Iran was planning on taking a commercial airliner out into the Mediterranean and then put dropping a missile uh, toward Israel with an atomic warhead on it. So uh, with Israel, you can't allow that to happen. You can't allow one of those to happen. But and things are setting up for what happens just after the church leaves. So with that, you had Iran firing missiles from drones at U.S. soldiers in Iraq. They once again bombed the airport. They're trying to get American and Americans in their barracks. So uh, it's an ongoing thing that Iran's showing their true colors. Their new president is we, it was called the butcher that got elected. So he's supernaturally hard line. The problem is with the sanctions that America has been doing on Iran is that Europe's helped them circumvent them and basically kept them alive. So the sanctions do work. Like even Kim Jong-un from North Korea this last week said, 
hey, uh, we are ready to talk because the sanctions have brought to where there's no food in the country. Coffee's $100 for a pound of coffee. So if, if the sanctions are used correctly, it makes people come to the table. So, I mean, with that, you had Turkey doing stuff this last week. Last week, we talked a little bit about what they were doing. But man, finally, people in the Middle East were saying, hey, Turkey, you're, you're basically taking over Libya. Remember, Turkey's gone into Libya. And this last week, they were helping the Palestinians uh, train them for more war. So uh, Turkey came out saying they're not only of that, they they basically act again, acted again in warfare on the Kurds in northern Iraq. So you've got Turkey literally doing what the Bible said they do just before the coming of the Lord. With that, Israel's really been trying to work on some things with Gaza, saying that, hey, they would help to get rid of Hamas and give Gaza back to the Palestinians. So Basically, Gaza has been hijacked by people that want to annihilate Israel rather than just regular Palestinian people. So uh, Israel brought that out and basically are letting some supplies getting into Gaza a little bit more. Qatar even came out with a threat toward Israel saying, hey, we're, we, you've got to release more stuff to, to Gazans. Israel's tried to give them a million vaccines of the COVID vaccine. They turned it down. But things are happening with weather. you got strange weather happening. you got Russia having seven warships off the coast of Hawaii right now, getting ready to have missile tests. Israel j just had an, an amazing laser missile test this last week where they fired lasers uh, from a Cessna and took out uh, uh, literally ballistic missiles that were fired over Israel. So, man, there, there's a lot of stuff getting ready to happen. So we're just blessed that we're on the right side of the deal. Thank you, Jesus, that somebody prayed for us. Amen. But many more things are happening happening uh, with, with uh, not just the heavens, not just with the earth, but with the nations that are lining themselves up against Israel. Russia, uh, it, not just with that fleet of seven ships, they're doing all kinds of weird stuff in their homeland country, basically being really brazen about yielding to the world at all. Much more happening with that with NATO and uh, in Russia aligning itself right there on the edge of, of the Ukraine. So we always go to the scriptures. What do we look at? Why do we go to the word? Uh, the word never changes. These events change come and go, but the word never changes. So number one, Israel made a nation. 1948. Jerusalem won back in 1967. Jesus said the generation sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. Amazing in our lifetime. We've seen that. So we're it. I hear people, say, people go, well, I don't believe that. It doesn't matter. People say, I'm not comfortable with that. It doesn't matter. Tag, you're it. But then you have the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You got the Temple Mount Institute ready to start having sacrifices. They had one this last year on the edge of the temple the year before they got arrested for doing that so they have everything in position they have all they have six or six or so red heifers that are ready so they're ready to start having sacrifices just after the rapture it goes back to old testament time and they're going to start having sacrifices immediately so it's remarkable to see that group in position you got 172 different species of predatory birds that are there right after the rapture you have the ezekiel 38 war God calls on the fowl of the air to come clean the land up. Seven years later at the Battle of Armageddon, He calls on the fowl of the air to come to clean the land up again. So you got the cleanup crew in position. <laughs> you have many more things. You have men be lovers themselves. You had fish showing up in the Dead Sea. Remarkable. Ezekiel prophesied that. You had uh, foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had uh, the ritual baths around the temple fill up with water. You had Rabbi Yitzhak Kaduri prophesy in 2005 that Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins. And uh, this last year, Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz began to joint rule. So 
uh, yeah, all these things said would happen and they've, they've come to pass right in front of our eyes. Very technical, very precise, very exact, inarguable, flawless signs about how we're living just before the coming of the king. So there's many more that you get into in the scriptures of all the things that are happening. There's about 55 uh, exact signs. And one of them is that there'd be scoffers in the last days. There's people scoffing about the rapture of the church. They're fulfilling a scripture right there saying he's not coming. Uh, but there is a rapture coming just like Enoch was raptured, just like Elijah was raptured, just like Jesus was raptured. It's like the church will be raptured, just like the great great uh, multitude will be raptured during the tribulation. The two witnesses will be raptured. So it's a, it's a documented thing in the Bible. It's not something everybody goes, well, some lady came up with this in the 1800s. No, Jesus told Paul about this, and Paul wrote it to the church at Thessalonica. So it's a, a doctrine that God takes people from the earth and removes them at times. So exciting to see the, that coming so soon. So we have all these signs, and then you go from signs to signals. I mean, if you're driving from here to Dallas and it's 214 miles, the next sign says 180, next sign says 150, next sign says 100, you know you're heading toward Dallas. So once you get into Dallas, so you got signals. So we've had blood red moons uh, a few years ago on Passover and Tabernacles. That's pretty amazing. God going, okay, I died for you, Passover, I'm coming back and going to tabernacle with men at the second coming. So you got blood moons on those precise days. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles like that? Last time, 1967, 1948, and 1492. I mean, flawless dates with Israel uh, coinciding with the signs in the heavens. It's a wake-up call. I mean, I don't need a sign. I have a witness in my spirit. But God's so merciful and so kind. He's doing this because He wants people to realize He's about to come back. Then you had uh, the Bethlehem star. That's probably the biggest you can imagine. I mean, at the birth of Jesus, you had those three planets come together. Jupiter, a king planet. Regulus, king planet. Regal, uh, Venus, men are from Mars, women from Venus. Venus is a mother planet. At the birth of Jesus, the constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. We have Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. Wow. Well, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So we, we see all this alignment in the heavens, all the signs in the earth. Uh, why? The king's coming back. Why do we get into this? He loves you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to bless you. He wants to encourage you. He wants you excited. Could you imagine uh, right before the coming of the Lord not being excited? So that's what it's all about. We have a lot to do in a short period of time. Hey, thank you so much for all your support and all your prayers. Thanks for sending us. Thanks for helping us get the message out. We've got a lot more things coming. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on uh, Instagram. England told us to go ahead and listen to Instagram. A lot more things coming. Uh, we have a book coming out on end times. It's going to be really cool. It's going to have some charts and graphs in there. It'll have a, a, a scratch and sniff page. No, just kidding. It won't have that, but it'll be cool. Well, thanks for coming this week. We'll see you next Wednesday. A lot of things are going to be happening between now and then because Jesus is coming so soon. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.